Hey, I'm Dan from SCU Worship. We are Southeastern University's worship team, and you're listening to the SCU Worship Podcast. Woo! Woo! Let's go. <laughs> this is the place we unfold the stories of our ministry, giving you a behind-the-scenes look into who we are. You're listening to the SCU Worship Podcast. This is our first ever episode of the podcast, yes. and we're all very excited. We are yep. here to tell the story of what's happening in our ministry, giving you a behind-the-scenes look at who we are, what we do, and to help you lead in your life and ministry. Our programming plan is to release these episodes more or less weekly so that you can hear uh, things that we're, uh, we are up to and add some level of information or teaching to the process as well. So that is who we are, yep. and that's mm-hmm. our programming. So let's get this thing started. This episode, we're talking about the making of an album, why we make them, and how we make them. And I want to start with why we make albums. God in the Bible commands us to write and make music. Psalms 96, sing a new song unto the Lord. So we often think of art as something we're uh, commanded to do, but art is also something that God has connected to us in the deeper parts of how we're created. We make music because we're made in the image of a maker. In Genesis 1, we find God creating. He's making. And we know that shortly after that God makes human beings in his image. So that what we do when it comes to creating, making albums, making music, or making any kind of art is more than just standard activity. It's actually a worship activity. It's us kind of tying into the deepness of who we are as we are connected to God. And in that way, some of what we do when we are busy making, creating, making albums, songwriting, whatever, Mm -hmm. is part of God's design. It's part of God's activity in the world right now. Every morning I make oatmeal. Nice. (laughs) We were talking about this before we started recording. I make oatmeal uh, with my son. And it's not like I need his involvement to make the oatmeal, but I love his involvement to make the oatmeal. It makes it more fun, and it's bonding time between me and him. If he were to make the oatmeal by himself, it's not going to, it wouldn't be anything. He's only two years old. (laughs) But the idea of us coming together and making something is the beautiful part about it. Um, In heaven, there might be a more beautiful song. Like, God could make a more perfect song, a more beautiful song. Right. But he invites us into the process, which shows both his relational aspects, but then also how what we do when it comes to making and creating these albums is really close to the heart of God. Art is one of those generous human expressions that doesn't always have to have a utility, but still speaks to the character and Mm. person of God. Right. Which says something. Like, we don't need art to have a functioning government. Mm-hmm. Facts. But, but we do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a yeah. way, yeah. In a way, sure. we do. So yeah. the idea of us having to make this stuff or, or make these albums, the why behind it is connected to how God's made us, is connected to God's word, his commandment. And it's an expression of our unique artistry. It's an expression of who we are as people. Uh, God, there never has been, there never will be 
anyone quite like you, or quite like me, quite mm-hmm. like you guys, right? right? Yeah, like yeah. there never mm-hmm. will be anybody like you. God's made you a certain way. And a part of celebrating that or worshiping God's ability to make us that way is for us to write songs, make songs, mm-hmm. make art. And the last why behind why we make albums is that it's a monument to what God has done. Mm-hmm. It's a monument to our season. So here at SCU, yeah, cool. we are celebrating 10 years of under the banner of SCU worship this Crazy. year. That's what's up. Crazy. Which is wild. That's dope. At something like uh, 16 projects, 10 full-length albums, yeah. all these albums and projects that we've done. And every one of them serve as almost a yearbook, a monument, uh, something you can look at to remember what God did in that time. There are yeah. students whose record, the record that they listened to when they came here as a student, it's connected to part of them discovering their divine design for their life, like yeah, God's unique cool. crafting and making for, sure. for mm-hmm. their life. And even for us, we're sitting here around the table before the recording starts, and we're just talking talking about albums and music, yeah, we're yeah. talking about SE worship recordings, and you can't help but think about how each of these kind of mark the different seasons. Uh, today to talk about how we make live albums, I've got two very special friends and guests. I've got Cameron Giddens Whoop, in hey. the house. What's up? <laughs> Cameron, what do you do? Tell everybody who you are, what you do. Okay, so I am a production coordinator here on campus, so that's what I do. This is my fourth year here at Southeastern. Yeah, fourth year, and I kind of grew up in the four years doing SU worship. I started on guitar. One year, I eventually moved to bass because of a bass shortage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the great bass trap. <laughs> During that time, I also was doing front of house and production, live production things, and I would say that my role kind of like merged together so this start of this school year so last semester i was doing production pre-production post-production for this live album that we just recorded yeah, so you're nice. involved really on the production side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're an excellent musician, so on the, on the sort of like producer <laughs> session, writing side, you're in there as well. Yeah. And mostly on the production sort of side of things. Yep. Dylan, just introduce yourself, explain who you are, go for it. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm Dylan Dames. I have been doing stuff with SU Worship for, I think, just over three years now. And I am one of the worship leaders and really help out with a lot of the outdates. And I do some writing stuff. I do some work with Dan and student development here on campus, but with us worship, it's mostly worship leading and writing and traveling and things of that sort. Yeah. yeah. You're like a worship leader and artist. Yeah. You're a songwriter. Yep. And uh, all the things. <laughs> yeah. And you're singing a song on this album that comes out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, actually. He's definitely, he's definitely involved in all that <laughs> stuff, besides working at SEU, which I love about SEU, our community, is we have all these like double, triple threats. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> people that do multiple things on our squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you're a great example of that. So we talked a little bit, bit about why we make albums. Let's talk about how we make albums. We're just going to go through these four steps of making <laughs> a live album. So if anybody listening, if, if the listeners are kind of curious about how we actually make records, if you follow these four steps, mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to make an album. <laughs> and, <laughs> Let's go. Let's and go. a lot of people ask, like, how do you start these? Like, right. So we'll get into the four steps of them. It's worth saying that not, all of these get assigned as we do them to a deadline. So we know, and that deadline is either recording or release date, depending on the nature of the project. Right. Mm. Um, so that always helps to kind of like cater mm-hmm. and facilitate uh, this process. So it might sound ambiguous to have these steps. But getting the deadline in place is really important, too. So let's start with um, step number one to making an album. Are you ready? What is it? I want to know. Do you want to know, Cam? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you want to know. Yeah, step number one is writing the song. Let's right. go. Yes. Woo. Right. 
Um, you guys want to talk about this a little bit? What's your experience like in the writing season? Yeah, writing is like always kind of my favorite part of the process, which I feel like once I'm in the moment, I always think that's my favorite part. Mm -hmm. But looking back on it, like coming away from it, I'm always like, yeah, I enjoyed the write a lot. Uh, it can take a couple different shapes. So something we do often is like writing retreats where we just get a bunch of uh, students and artists together and some collaborators and friends. And we just, you know, go find somewhere to just focus on a bunch of songs. We can turn out like anywhere between like five to like 20 songs and like, yeah, exactly. mm -hmm. like in a weekend or like maybe something shorter or longer. But we also have just like recurring rights here on campus where we just get together with like some students or like I'll get together with Dan. And we'll just go to the studio and work on an idea. Mm -hmm. Sometimes students also bring in ideas and we can mm -hmm. like work them out on a staff. And so it's a really, it's a really shifting and like diverse opportunity. We write from a bunch of different places and come from a bunch of different ideas. But my favorite thing about it is like, I feel like writing with SU Worship always, it always feels like Cam is gonna finish the sentence for me, right? Because mm -hmm. even though me and Cam lead different lives, he's doing a different thing in SU Worship than I'm doing, we're mm. kind of like walking through the school year together. Right. And experiencing really cool. these waves of, um, of, of feelings that are associated with like our team and our group and mm -hmm. what, what God is doing in Cam's life affects me. Because on one level, he's my brother and like we have this solidarity as Christians, but we yeah. also have solidarity as like we're both writing and contributing towards SU Worship as a project. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a real empathy in it just makes songwriting so much easier than when I'm collaborating with like strangers or people outside of SU mm -hmm. worship so yeah it's like magic it's just easier it's yeah. like well yeah it's it's it is different than writing as an individual right yep. you have yeah, this, yeah. this community yeah. aspect mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. you know you begin to hear about what God's doing in other people's lives and then the finishing other people's sentences thing is it's beautiful. It's huge. Now, yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. yeah. A it is beautiful. <laughs> and then B, B it's like it's just it's so much a part of what makes everything work and click yep. really well. Like, yep. you know, Dave and I collaborate and write songs a lot. And we always talk about how we can basically write a song in an hour. Like, we yeah. can just crank mm -hmm. it out so fast because yeah. we, yeah. we got history, you yep. know, like doing our thing. And that helps. Do you find it the same to be? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ken's is like, a, is like a pretty easy collaborator for me. Yeah, that's cool. When me and Kenzie get in the same room, it's like, I will say the idea, and she's been like, yeah, I've been humming that for 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> it's, we just have that, like, we just write so quickly, like those like pop popular melodies, like mm. that kind of stuff. I, I feel that. I feel that. What's your favorite part of writing? You, do you find like the lyrics are more exciting for you, or the melody, or what? Um, I really like writing bridges. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I don't know if that's too narrow of an answer. They always scare me. I'm like, <laughs> really? Oh, now, now this has to just like slam. Yeah, that's kind of me too. I love bridges. Yeah, you, you love bridges. Yeah. I love <laughs> writing bridges, bro. That's why lately I'm just like straying away from the bridges and like. I don't know, writing Stretching a chorus or something. Yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah. writing a chorus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I feel like it's like maybe because of the background I come from, like very like charismatic, spirit-filled churches that I grew up in. When I get to a bridge in a writing room, I'm like, what can I hang on for mm. forever? Mm. Like, what can I sing forever wow. and ever and ever? Um, and that's like my favorite part because it's always going to be something so like central to who. Mm to like what I what I like believe in who I am like spiritually and like like viscerally almost like a bridge feels like the truest part of the song for me yeah I don't know if that's in my head or not yeah what do you guys think that's a really like, cool idea well yeah. I think it speaks to people's personality like hearing yeah. you say that is mm. fascinating <laughs> yeah. to me because I don't feel that way at all no way but I, I'm very interested in the okay, fact that you okay. do feel that way uh -huh. and I, I love to hear that because yeah. like to me verses are my are just 
but they're mm. so exciting. You know, it's like the open field of endless possibilities. That makes sense, though, because you're pretty narrative as a writer. Like, you're like uh, a true. song Maybe. writer. Yeah. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you write the king of song writers and you got yeah. song right, right, writers. Right, right, song writers. I'm sure. like... Yeah, I mean, it's not uncommon for me. Like I was thinking of a thousand generations. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's just three verses. Yeah. That are that no one will ever hear that are written. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No way. Like I wrote. So it's like you end up with all of these. Like that's my. Pers- I just love to leave a lot on the table mm. and yeah. to have a bunch of stuff. And verses always yeah. give you the most space and room to do that. Right. That's yeah. true. Although, um, I mean, I love a good bridge. You know. <laughs> I love a good bridge if it hits right. I, I, more than I can count on my hand, I can think of times where I have been writing a bridge and I'm trying to put way too much lyric in. And the people are like, what if it's just simple? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny because I'm like the opposite. My lyrics are always, they always need to be compounded by something else or someone else. Like, mm. what if we tried to like expand that thought? And right, I'm like, yeah. why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? What's your experience with writing like Kim? Um, well, I feel like for me, um, I don't see myself as like a super strong like songwriter, but I still love the writing process. Um, usually, for me, that looks like being in the room and I'm like the producer in the session. Mm. Um, and I've done that before, like with my with my band. Like I've done like the writing and the producing. Here, it's more like yeah. We should stop and say that Cam, besides being like a he's production genius, a legendary songwriter, he's got a great band in the local area. That's, <laughs> yeah. that is nothing short of legendary. Yeah, Facts. so legendary. Heroes. We haven't done anything. <laughs> We're <laughs> waiting. The people are waiting, yeah. Cam. But check out Fox Hall, Fox all, you, Hall. all you listeners, if you want to hear Cam's band. Uh, I made band. you cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, so I interrupted um, you. Yeah, so, but usually I'm in the producer role, and um, there's just something really cool about um, partnering with the people that are doing the lyrics and the melody and then putting music to it. Um, yeah, I feel like there's just, I've had so many great moments where, um, like you're not expecting something coming and then we just like the writer might do something or I might do something I'm like wow that was so cool yeah yeah um, lately I've been thinking about like um, writing and writing for the church or whatever yeah and like letting the Holy Spirit just kind of like take part mm-hmm. of that like yes. too yeah um, and whatever that looks like but I feel like the Holy Spirit is so involved in the writing process or should be yeah because um, that's when like the best ideas come out What's the difference between a songwriting session where you're not inviting the Holy Spirit in? Maybe overthinking. That could be one. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you're just putting too much, like, like willpower or something into an idea or just, like, um, not letting an idea breathe. I right. I think you guys have talked about that. Like, letting an idea, throwing an idea out, letting it breathe, um, not having people, like, don't shut down an idea mm. um, super fast when you're collaborating with people. I feel like all of those kind of characteristics um, embodies like Holy Spirit coming into the room writing. It's so fun. Like, as you're saying that, I can't help but put together the idea of, uh, you know, not overthinking it, which to me re- reminds me a lot of just like surrender right? in a moment. Like yeah. if you just kind of yep. surrender the idea, surrender the song, surrender the room to the, to the Holy Spirit and then into the room. I think it's uh, it's meaningful. Yeah, that's cool. great. Do you guys want to talk about our kind of writing process, how we break it up here on campus, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, how that how that works? It can either be like students or staff or a mix of the two or whatever, and um, it looks like just us. Um, usually, we start off with like like we ask each other like how um, like 
what's God been speaking on your heart or whatever, right. what's inspiring you. Um, sometimes for me, it's like, oh, this song is really sick. I've been like jamming to it a lot. Like, let's play it. I feel like um, it'll inspire us. Yep. Um, so we can start like that. Um, and then, I don't know, and then we just get started and then we writing. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, we go for it. Yeah. And we usually do it in four-hour increments. Yeah, true. Yep. So it kind of keeps like a bit of a lid on, on uh, mm-hmm. the time. And that can feel a little restrictive to some, I know. Yeah, but it's it just kind of helps mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. stay on track. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. I find that that meeting at the top, like, always is like... The, what, what meeting? The, the the sort of, not necessarily like a formal meeting, oh, but... Oh, like the conversation. When we, <laughs> yeah. when we connect right at the beginning of a session, I feel like that, like, sets the tone for, like, how the session is going to go. Mm. And, like, I in so many, like, writing sessions, like, we... We'll have said something or we'll have like put an idea out in the beginning. And even if we divert away from the idea mm. and we end up with something different, somehow the theme is honored. Mm. Like I've done some rights before. People were like, oh my gosh, this is kind of like what we were saying at the, at the, at the top of the, of the session. And it just that comes out in a different way. So that, that's like a really crucial part of it. Like just connecting and being like, what have you been listening to? What have you been mm-hmm. reading on? Like what's yeah. the spirit been speaking to you? That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. How have you guys changed as writers? Like in the in this current season versus when you first kind of got in the SEU worship world, um, I definitely mm. had such a specific um, idea or yeah, yeah, like an idea of what my Same. writing was or like what it looked like. Yep. Um, and not that I well yeah. What, and what was that idea like? Um, or I guess I would just say that I had such a specific like sound in mind or whatever. If it yeah. was like very like indie. Um, just I like whatever my influences were like that's that's what I yeah, that's what like. I was writing yeah, or whatever totally. yeah um, just as like a byproduct of yeah, yeah. Just, that's like very just like grassroots the natural yeah mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. started writing exactly yeah um, so now it's just more like um, like just I like I have no idea um, like what I'm going for or whatever I'm just gonna like explore basically it's just more like exploring and also the right collaborations um, yeah. So like, maybe I'm not the best at lyrics or the best at melody or something, but I'm gonna get someone that's really good at those things. Um, I feel like that's important. It's great. How about you, Dames? Yeah, I definitely like. I was kind of the same. I was like very particular about like, like in my first couple of writing sessions, I would always have an idea of how I wanted the song to sound at the end, mm. which is very anti Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. What were we just talking about? But I would always have a feeling of like, oh, like. I needed to sound like this. How do I get the room there, or how do we get to to this end product? And not even in like a bossy way, just like in a way where I couldn't, like I literally couldn't come up with ideas that didn't fit my idea of how the song was gonna end up like later on. But now I like, in the best way possible, I literally don't care how a session goes. Mm -hmm. Like I will walk into a session with people that I've never written before, and I'm like, whatever happens, happens, we're gonna write and collaborate and listen to each other, and Mm -hmm. what everyone's feeling and what everyone's being inspired by is gonna come out and make this thing that won't happen in any other room. Do you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a unique blend because I'm not obsessed about whether or not the song represents me or whether I feel like I'm in the song. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I resonate with that deeply. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think actually I got so I did I went through a season of collaborating so much with so many people mm. that I remember I kind of took it as a compliment at the time. Kenzie was like, I don't know what your writing voice is because you've been hopping uh, into so many different places. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. That's good. But uh, kind of to remedy that, I always do try and have a stash of my own sort of songs yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. that I'm working so you know, on. Mm-hmm. So I kind of know like, oh, left to my own devices, uh, what 
is gonna happen. Right. You know. But yeah. I do right. love. I, I love a challenge. Like I love coming into a spot and being like, we're writing a song that sounds like, and is referencing. X and I, I yeah. don't. I'm not comfortable in that space. I'm mm -hmm. like, let's try it. Let's go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. See what, what we can bring. Because you know, true collab. We're kind of you know we're sort of all over the map here. But like, yeah. true, <laughs> true collaboration happens. <laughs> true collaboration happens when um, you bring two ideas together that wouldn't otherwise be together. Right. Right. So oh like, yeah. That's True. perfect. So when you bring like country and, and uh, gospel music together, mm -hmm. you just get like the bedrock of and, and blues music. You get the bedrock of rock and roll. Like that's how you, you get there. But it's all these genres that don't belong or things that don't belong. As they come together, that's where innovation starts to happen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as writers, we're closed off to writing in a space. Mm -hmm. But in yeah. reality, we should be very excited because that's yeah. the frontier of innovation. So dang, yeah, yeah true. Getting really pumped to go. Words and knowledge just. On the table, grab it. Down, it's yours. Down. Okay, so we finish a writing season. We go into our second step of making an album, which is pre-production. Nice. Yup, yup, yup. That's cool. And what for us is probably the most exciting or most difficult part of pre-production <laughs> is the first step, My which is boy. picking the songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do we do that? How do we do that? We actually have a process. Do you know about the process? <laughs> no, tell me. I don't know I'll about the process. You. Do you know about the process? No, fill us in. Fill us in. <laughs> I think, aren't you in? Uh, you might be. You might know about it when I say it. So oh, at, yeah. for every song, uh, for every album, we do something called brain trust, and a brain okay. trust is a group of people who are responsible for picking the songs that fit on that record. Mm. Nice. So for the live album, it was me, Dave, Kins, and Sid for this last one. Okay. And on that brain trust, um, but for the next one, I know it's going to be like eight people, actually, mm. for the Praise Party record. So we just signed off a list on that, but I can't say the names yet because <laughs> not everyone said yes. But basically, we get those, we get everybody in a in a room, and you have to have seventy five percent consensus in order for an idea to win, and mm. which makes it just really fun and honest. Right and yeah. responsible, so it's like, yeah, the songs aren't just what one or two people are really excited about. Mm -hmm. There has to be a consensual agreement that like these songs rock, you know. Yeah. So we yeah. talked about a song. Um, we talked about a song. Song. Can we bleep this song out if I use it? <laughs> 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 we talked about a song, uh, and there was somebody in our brain trust who did not want that song. It was not was less high on that song yeah, than yeah. other members of us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so for me and two other members to get really excited about it. <laughs> was enough to get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you hijacked the brain trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, you know, instead of instead of songs that should be like being dead in the water, it gives them a chance to like, yeah, get to the, the top, mm -hmm. which is really, For really sure. great, really cool. So that's kind of how we pick songs, and then all that's based on the projects. And usually, I, I pick the nature of the projects and what we're doing, but I try and do that with like a high level of collaboration with the team. So nice. I think I dropped the, the our next album we're doing. Well, let's talk about the Heart Cry record, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's a live album. We just know we always do those. Every year we do one. Mm -hmm. So that's less of like a having to think of a, um, a theme for that and more of thinking, uh, sorry, less of having to think of um, an idea for it and more of thinking about what the theme of it's going to be. Right. But for okay. a mixtape project, that was very much like a dropping ideas here and there. Mm -hmm. like, Experimental. Yeah, I was yeah pitching it to people to be like, hey, do you... What do you think about what, this? Yep, a lot yeah. of people thought I was joking when I first brought it up. No, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, the, uh, there was only one. Like Joel was the only person who was like, "Are you serious?" Because mm -hmm. that, that would be great. I'm like, Wait, I know. what? <laughs> You're like, it'd be uh, cool. I know. <laughs> sure. So like, getting people excited about it and then yeah. you know, making it happen. Uh, so we start with the brain trust. You pick the songs, and then from there we <clears> hop into more of the pre-production, which is what does that look like, Cam? Okay, so 
we have the songs now we need to record them yep um, <laughs> yes we might have like live versions of them or that we did mm -hmm. in like chapel or something but now we so actually that's like when the band kind of comes together with an mm -hmm. arrangement and mm -hmm. we capture it at the yeah service. it really just depends so we, yeah either a song comes about um like band musically wise um from like playing in chapel and feeling it out when we do it um but we also have like the demos from when we originally wrote yeah that song so usually we're like we have like a demo like whoever produced that demo and then it comes to me and i'm kind of taking that and like making it like full band like making it the record so yeah um so there's a lot of um writing guitar parts and recording guitar parts writing um key like just every instrument so we recorded all the bass parts we recorded all the guitars keys um Drums is the only thing that we, drums and vocals for this record is the only thing that we did live. So we took the live drum takes and yep. the live vocal takes. Yep. Um, but everything else we pre-recorded and added different things like flourishes and whatever. So. And, but, and even in the pre-production process, we do record drums. Yes. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. the demo, mm -hmm. and we get the drummers who are playing. When we can, we get the drummers who are playing those songs. Yep. Or we'll bring in somebody. Like we brought yeah, in Bobby which, because yeah. we wanted to feel. Which was super mm -hmm, helpful for, to yeah. me. You wanted to make it feel like. It actually will on the night of, yeah. and mm -hmm. that'll give you the most inspiration in terms of um, what it should sound like, what feels right, and what doesn't. Exactly. That's you, what's up. Were you in the pre-production process as much, Dames? Did you? No, I wasn't super involved. I know uh, all of my my bros were, were involved, and you guys were working, you know, <laughs> late into the into the wee hours, yep. putting down parts and getting everything done. It's um, if you the more work you do in pre-production, the less you have to do later. So if you like hustle really hard in it and you get everything sounding really great, yeah. When you get to the live recording, you're just kind mm -hmm. of locking into the work mm -hmm. you already did. Yeah, right. that's what I. So it's sort of like rough drafting. Mm -hmm. Like the the quality nice. of your rough draft will mm -hmm. will inform the quality of your final draft. You know. Right. So uh, I have found the more we hyper focus on those pre production sessions, the better quality we get mm -hmm. on the other side. Um, and then we hop into recording after that. So yep. we started with the writing that looks crazy. You know, all kinds of people writing for a while. And we don't. We do kind of write seasonally, I should say. Mm -hmm. Like we write in preparation of albums, but then we also just write for creativity's sake. Right? Yeah. And then we go into that pre-production mode where we look at the songs that are in a Dropbox. Right now, I just had to refresh our Dropbox, but there was like 60 unused files in there. <laughs> oh my goodness. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so like we have just a what bunch the... of unused songs. Yeah. And uh, we would always prefer that than the other. Yeah, issue looking of, hunting for songs. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We, we still need three songs to make this album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd rather yeah. have ten that don't feel quite like they belong mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. the mixtape record or whatever, mm -hmm. as opposed to yeah. us having to write again. So like, then we go into pre-production, pick the songs, we pre-record them, and then we go to the live recording, which we were all involved in. Live week, yeah, cool. yep, yep. Live week. Talk about live week, names. Live week's a national holiday here at. Uh, <laughs> Or I guess a, it's a university holiday yeah. here at, at Southeastern. Live Week is a blast. Do you remember how I found out that I was involved in the record? <laughs> no. Yo, I literally came to like move chairs. Like they, like we had all the SU Worship students come up, like come to Live Week stuff. I don't Wait, know what I was. Wait, was this for? This which was one? for a thousand generations. Okay. okay. So I wasn't sure exactly what I was gonna be doing, but you know, everyone that was involved in SU Worship was supposed to be there. I was doing some stuff with Worship Choir at the time, so I was making sure they had everything they needed. You know, like getting. Sydney of water like I'm chilling we get on stage for a, a pre-brief and Dan's like I have one more announcement there's someone that's gonna be singing on the album <laughs> they don't know and I'm gonna tell them right now and I Wait. wasn't even paying attention and then Dan's like it's you yeah. 
and it was in rhythm, right? Yeah. And I was just like, all right, cool. Let's totally switch gears. Because from that <laughs> moment on, <laughs> I started sprinting right then, and I have not stopped. <laughs> and my life has never been yeah, the same. You know? <laughs> that is so but, funny. That's funny. Live Week is like Christmas, man. Like, there's something in the air. I love Live Week. Everyone's mm-hmm. just, like, so focused and so on it. Basically, how it works is we, we record um, the music as if it's, like, chapels. So we have chapels like a couple times a week here at, at the school mm-hmm. and then during live week we will have like a night where we just sing through the songs that are being recorded on the album or the EP or whatever it is we're doing and we it, fe- it honestly feels like a chapel like it's yeah. still it's mm-hmm. still just as wor- even though it's professional it's still just as worshipful and we're communicating mm-hmm. with you know the student body just as much as we would a, a typical um, service so it, it just feels like we're we're getting a chance to translate what's happening you know like almost every day at our university and put it put it on tape basically um and we get everyone involved like all of the core artists stuff we get some students sometimes like yeah there's like six people like seven vocals sometimes on stage it's it's like yep. it's a party it's so oh, yeah. much fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then uh, most people don't know that we and some churches do this differently but some most people don't know that we do more than a night of recording so like we mm-hmm. did a entire dress rehearsal day. Yep. So we're just in there wearing the clothes we're gonna wear. Cameras yep. are getting shots and angles, mm-hmm. and we're just like running, up. running this sucker. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Some up churches, takes. yeah. Some churches will do it where it's like two nights of recording. Mm-hmm. So kind of like come back to back, but mm-hmm. depending on the size of your production team and the experience of the people involved, yeah, kind of depends on how you can capture that and with what efficiency. But doing it the way where we did it, where it's like you have a dress rehearsal day and cameras are on stage, so they're getting mm-hmm. a bunch of close-up stuff, and then the next day you do the actual proper recording yep. and no one's having to be on stage distracting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a little bit better. Makes sense. Yep. Although what's funny is we live in such like a camera culture now, I feel like you can throw, yeah. you can throw someone with That's a camera so on the stage yeah, and yeah. no one's distracted by it Facts. anymore. Yeah. Facts. So we're moving away from that. But anyway, um, that's part of uh, live recording yeah cam what, what uh, so talk to us about live recording yeah live week's great and recording is great and i had a fun experience with it this time um, <laughs> you did um so i did the front of house um like the live mix for this album which was really cool it was my first time which i was super excited and ready to do a good job i did not want to disappoint um i have my mentor ryan johnson who we is love ryan. we love you right dog where you at <laughs> Um, and yeah, so, you know, I was very much looking up to him and like, um, just making sure I'm doing everything right, doing everything professional. And, um, we have several days, I guess it was like, yeah, so it was like, we did the recording on Thursday and we, I can't remember when we came in and started, but like Monday or so. Yeah. And so we come in a couple of days before the recording and we're, um, we're set up. Everything's like already set up. I have my console set up. I'm prepping my console. By the time we get to the night of recording, I'm all like set up, ready to go. It's sounding great. everything's in its spot and um, I get in Thursday morning and I'm there before anyone else and I'm like just turn on the console I saw that there's a different show up so I was like okay I just need to recall my show no problem oh no Um, I hit the wrong button and I hit overwrites (laughs) and everything that I worked on it was so good I completely erased it Yeah, so this like this this live project, we did a whole lot of preparation and work. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. to make it easy, to make make it it easy, to make it easy and not stressful. We wanted to make everything as little stress as possible. It was all oh, you know, prepared way in advance, Mm -hmm. and uh, and it was going pretty smooth. I I kept thinking to myself like, man. 
Crazy. Yeah. Nothing's gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the day of the recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Cam comes over to me and he's like, "It's all gone. Uh, the whole thing's gone." <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So I immediately, I, I immediately call Brian and I'm like, Brian, I. Th- I think I lost my show. We brought a guest worship leader in that was going to kind of lead the intro of yeah. the night to get Man. things started. And she's like just there waiting yeah. for sound check. <laughs> um, so I'm legit. Yeah, yeah. So I lose it. And then I'm legit. She's coming in in maybe like 15 minutes or so. And I'm having to like rebuild a show in like oh an hour. Oh, my goodness. And, um, and I'm pretty sure we just diverted or we just installed. Brian just helped stall <laughs> while I got my crap together. It's crazy. I was like, do you want to tour the campus? <laughs> I would love to bring you around for a little bit. Uh, just just stuff, and I'm just sweating, boys. Just yeah. trying to get it all back together. Yeah, and it ended up being it did yeah. fine, but <laughs> yeah, we got after it. a lot of patience from everybody. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we made it happen. We yeah, made it happen. That's for sure. You're a legend for bouncing back from that. Yeah, I would, it, the second I press that button, I would just be like. I don't know what to tell everyone. Yeah, I definitely had a new little... school, new me. I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm actually moving so, to France. I'm just going to go home. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> I thought is... about it. <laughs> That's a tough bounce. Were you embarrassed? Sure. Like, were you humiliated? Oh, I yeah, that was like... so embarrassed. I felt, I felt bad for you. I did. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now I have backups. I have flash drives and I have backups. Nice. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> That's this is restorative justice. <laughs> You're like this will never yeah. happen again. It's actually so funny. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson learned. If nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and what I learned from that is how to back up. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. That recording. Aside from that, pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, every now and then, when you're doing the recording, you have to hit some more songs mm-hmm. again. So mm-hmm. I think we hit some of the praise songs again. Mm-hmm. We did them once or twice. Yeah. Oh, we did actually the whole praise set twice. Mm-hmm. Right. Didn't right. We? Yeah. Which felt like it yeah, felt you great. You couldn't even notice it felt like good vibes. Yeah, energy. it felt great. But I just wanted to, I wanted to. It's more because the praise party stuff, like the room can get really going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted us to all have in the back of our minds like, oh, we'll have a second shot at this if this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, so that way we can just have fun and let, let mm-hmm. loose, but then also yeah. feel the pressure. And what's funny is, turns out we didn't need that. But <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> take, nice. The first takes were great. Yeah, that's um, good news then. I think only one of them had a better take the second time. Tell all my friends, I think we used yeah. take two. Well, the crowd <laughs> was also clapping off B for one. I don't oh, know that, yeah, yeah. that oh, happens. Yeah, yeah. The crowd in general, yeah. Yeah. It can get a little wild. That did happen. So yeah. the live recording, that's the other thing. Uh, it's always helpful to do like coaching moments. We open yeah, yeah. up the recording mm-hmm. by talking about like, Hey, don't clap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like the one, I feel like the only con of playing songs that, like our university has been singing for months, right? Yeah. So they're like unreleased to the world, but when we get on that stage, they know it better than we do. <laughs> and we play like a guitar lick to intro it, and they're already going ham. Yeah. And we're like, slow down, <laughs> yeah. watch the clip. Please take it easy. Please take it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a very real thing. And the, um, yeah, and that, that element of just energy in the room can be distracting if you're not careful and not prepared oh, yeah. for it. Um, so we do the recording, we send the files off, and then we head up to the last moment of making an album, which is uh, post-production. Yep. Post-production yep. is when we edit all, everything we have, so mm-hmm. we kind of time align. Did I, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. time align. I was going to say time control, which is like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we take the time-space continuum. Time. Yeah, so we, we dial into the time-space continuum. <laughs> we yeah. use the time stone. Yeah. The time stone, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So we time-align everything. We make some edits. And then from there, we uh, send off the stems to mix engineer Ryan Johnson. And Legend. then we get into uh, the goodies, which is hearing songs back mm-hmm. and hearing what they sound like. 
And yeah, as Gamp said, this is the first year we did 100% live vocals. Yeah, mm-hmm. no overdubs. This crazy, year. crazy stuff. So because our vocals are so, their vocals our, are so our good. vocals sound good. They do. Yeah, they do. So um, yeah, anything you want to add about post production or what that process has um, been like? Yeah, this was cool. Kind of my first time with this kind of post production for live recording, and definitely learned a lot as I'm going. The main thing of time aligning, comping. Um, comping so we did we took the live takes for the vocals but we also had rehearsal takes and when i'm comping the vocal i'm comping from i'm pulling from the rehearsal takes pulling from the live take which has its own difficulties when it's a live recording yeah there's a lot of symbol bleed there's so many variables um, that makes comping a live vocal um like kind of you know make it makes it a little bit more of a challenge yeah um Mm -hmm. but i was really surprised how you can you can make it work you can make a live vocal and pulling from the rehearsals and stuff and make it feel like a, a really coherent, um, great sounding vocal. Yeah. And then I'm tuning the vocal, um, which also has its like challenge too when it's live because there's all these other. Um, Your vocal doesn't get tuned. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, you said I it yeah. Fortunately, I didn't have to tune Dylan's no, vocal, which it. made it a lot easier. <laughs> so stop. yeah, I know like non-singers are like, wait, every vocal is tuned yep oh yes <laughs> yep. every single one Everyone your favorite artist yeah, yeah. yeah your favorite artist has tune on except for billy i guess <laughs> is that real no. yeah yeah i don't believe it well maybe now they tune it i don't know well it, she like stacks it a bunch right so yeah, she, I was gonna say, she it's, cheats it's, it's yeah she's doing vocal processing and effects and stuff yeah so it's like a different vibe it's like 50 billy eilish's yeah so it's, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be accurate yeah so it's not it's not like it's, all, it's, not like it's all natural right right <laughs> yeah, it's not it's all like, natural yeah, that's the point yeah <laughs> We love yeah. you, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for the Billy Eilish worship record. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's vocals. We already have the pre-recorded stuff, so it makes it easy. But then also we have moments for some of the songs where we do a specific moment that we only did like during the actual recording. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like a reprise I'm, moment. Or yeah, something. a reprise moment. Um, so I'm just making edits there, making it a pre-recorded stuff, live stuff. And that's the most challenging because you can't. You're less available to grab, you know other stuff from other takes because yeah. we, we did it yeah. a certain way live that yeah. it only mm-hmm. happened that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And sometimes that's when you need the other takes more. Like, when we do spontaneous stuff, bro, right. I sound yeah, yeah. mad out of breath. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like yelling and jumping yeah. around. We say it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the one you do on the acoustic record that's a... Uh, oh, was it? The, um, it we was say, We Say Yes, yeah, right? Yeah, what's the, what's the little thing you do? The... Uh, Oh, oh yeah, there's gosh, there's like an ad lib. I remember yeah. there's an ad lib that I did at the recording, and I think we we revisited it in overdubs, and it was the most difficult thing I've ever had to say. <laughs> no way. I'm like I don't know how I did <laughs> this when I we recorded. I like know what you're thinking of. Like yeah, it was toward the end of the end of the yeah. song. Uh, <laughs> you start ripping for your life. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like, Ugh. yeah, that's great. Thanks so much for making the time to do this, guys. We'll probably wrap up this part of the podcast. And uh, yeah, anything else we want to say as a conclusion of our live album breakdown, why we make albums, how we make albums? If we can make an album, so can you. Yeah, whatever. Right yeah. there. Whatever. Wow. Church, that's it. community, that's the, that's the... friends, your coworkers. Facts.
Well, thanks again so much, everybody, for listening, watching to the <laughs> SCU Worship Podcast. Yeah. A official member of SCU's podcast network. Uh, I am Dan Rivera. I'm here with Dylan Dames and Cam Giddens. We are so excited for what's to come. Please subscribe, follow, like, listen, whatever yeah. it takes to keep yourself engaged with what we're doing here. Yep. Tell yep. your friends. Tell your mama. Tell, yeah. tell everybody. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Yeah. And uh, we would love to see you come back with us and um, please shoot us on Instagram, uh, SE Worship's Instagram, um, anything you want to see us cover. Right now, we're going through a season of doing the whole album. So we'll go through all yep. the songs individually, what they're about, when we wrote them, why we wrote them, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then we're kind of into the great unknown. So whatever you guys want to hear us talk about, please let us know. Yeah. We would love to tackle that. And uh, that's it. See you guys later. <laughs>